just like a continuation of the feud that nobody asked to continue between Christian Rose and Matt Cage, we're back <laughs> with another That's... episode of What Are We Even Doing? That is real good. That's real good. I'm your host, Christian Rose, a.k.a. Tom, joined, as always, by... <laughs> I was waiting for you to say the bye. Uh, Braden, otherwise known as Damien Deschain. That is correct. Guys, I got a lot of shit to talk about, but the main event today, we're going to get to it. It's This might be one of the more confounding ones, I think, that we've done. Yeah. Uh, 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 my my opinion on this is all over the place. <laughs> I'm struggling to come up with a, a thumbs up, thumbs down, a grade, even yeah. right now. But before we do any of that, because I know that my dear friend is quite parched right now. Yes. <laughs> let us ring that bell. Beautiful. Yes, yes it was. Um. Mm. Wow, that, like... Yeah, it's real good. Yeah, uh, it seems like it's been a while since we've done one of these, dude. I feel like it's been so long. Like I was thinking about, it, I was like, man, th- so much has happened. Yeah, just to catch people up on, uh, y'all. I bought a four wheeler. Yeah, mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. I've been driving around town illegally. It's great. Really? I also, uh, I also uh, bought a season pass to a local off road park. It's like yep. 25, 30 minutes away from here, and it's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, that happened. A lot of good wrestling shows have happened lately. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fun stuff. Le- last night was a great Zawa show. Yeah. The new kids are, like, already killing it. Like, mm-hmm. just out of the gate. It's See, awesome. that's me. I'm already killing it. And the newer kids, too. Uh, <laughs> they're coming for your spot, old man. Oh, no. <laughs> I've got one foot in the grave. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there's so much that we got to catch up on and talk about, and one of the things I want to bring up, you touched on this weeks ago, it seems like, and I was like, I cannot wait to discuss this on a recorded medium. Okay. So we talk a lot of wrestling on here. Yeah. We talk a lot of entertainment in general as well. Yeah. And one day, in the group chat, Brayden here said that he watched a movie that I was like, I can't fathom you watching this. Brayden watched the new The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm, yes. Available for streaming on the Netflix for free. Yes. I, I was too... literally just talking about this tonight with my mom. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. I, like, we didn't talk about it a lot in detail, but I kind of got what your your take on it was. I watched it myself. Let us discuss. And guys, we don't have to worry about spoilers. It's been out for weeks. And also... It's like the ninth Texas chain. What could we spoil? What, what <laughs> oh, more do you want? What would be different? <laughs> it's in the title. Uh, what? Walk walk us through because you're not a big horror movie guy, are you? I less frequent in the horror movies than I used to be. Sure, I was. I, I went through a big kick when, like, my late teens, mid to late teens, where I was just like, let's watch. Yeah. Every let's watch. Mama, let's watch all of them. Right? That, that was a pretty good one, I thought. That's the one. That's one of the ones that stood yeah. out. Um, no, wait, I haven't. Uh, no, I'm thinking of Ma. Oh, there's there's a a under the radar horror movie from like two or three years ago called Ma. Mm. I think I've seen Mama, but there's also this is stupid. There's also a movie called Mother that I have seen that is 
maybe a horror movie. It's much more of an allegory for the Bible. It's a deep, weird, trippy thing. But okay, like, yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'm sorry. Um, that that was me failing at my own shit. Uh, <laughs> okay. So um, you're into them in your late teens. Probably the perfect age to actually get into horror movies. Yeah. Whenever people tell me they were into them and they were like in the single digits, I'm kind of like. I used were to you? watch them. I used to watch them with my mom and like be infatuated with it. Like, yeah. She was big into them, hmm. and I just never looked away. And I remember like just. I, I just didn't know what was going on. Right. And then I went through a phase where, like, I was like, oh, now I know what's going on. Get this away from me. Sure. Yeah, That okay, I can understand that. Um, okay. So what led you to watch this? I, my, um, my mom rented a, one of the places in, uh, Starbrock, or, uh, Grand Bear Lounge. Yeah, 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 okay. Um, and we were just kind of all hanging out, and they were putting on movies, and they put this one on, and... I didn't originally start paying attention, but the acetry pulled me in, and then I watched <laughs> the rest of it. <laughs> um, also, for those of you listening who aren't familiar with the area, uh, Grand Bear Lodge is a pretty nice place to go hang out. You can rent a, a, a villa, a cabin, whatever, mm-hmm. or just a room in the hotel. They got a water park and shit. It's pretty nice. A couple of years yeah. ago, they were selling those townhouses. Like you could I buy. I vaguely it, remember that. You could buy one for. I, it was like sixty or sixty-five thousand dollars. Like for the price of a house, it was nothing. And it was like, holy shit! I mean, now granted, you're also then kind of living in a theme park? Question mark. <laughs> but like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so before we get into this next one, have you seen? Have you <laughs> seen the original Texas Chainsaw? Have you? Do you have any familiarity with the franchise? No. Okay. Go on. What what was your take on this film? Oh my god, I I don't really have very many opinions on like there were some things where I was like, okay, this is this is stupid. How could this possibly be happening? Sure, there's that, and then there's basic like, oh, that's a horror movie trope sort of deal. Yeah. Um, my main opinions on this come at the very very end of this. Are you talking like the the actual ending of the movie? Because I love the actual ending of the movie. The shit in the few minutes leading up to that I thought was a a scalding bag of dumpster goo. Go on. The absolute last thing? Yeah. Man, it's a cheap pop, but like, I popped. (laughs) Um, Okay, so here's my take on it. Uh, I love the original Texas Chainsaw. I fell in love with it in my early 20s, found a special edition. They, they re-released the original on DVD because the remake in, like, 04 was coming out with Jessica Biel, which that one also kind of fucking rules. I would, for a younger audience or a younger person, I would recommend the remake before I'd actually recommend the original. Okay. I think part of the fun of the original is, like, the lore and the mythology around it because when I was a kid, there were still people that thought that was real. Because they advertise yeah. it as based on a true story. It ain't. But, you know, in 1974, I think whenever the first one came out, yeah. that movie's way older than people think that it is. Yeah. That movie's coming up on 50. Jesus. Which is insane. But, like, they advertise it as based on a true story. So people thought that it was based it on a true story. Bullshit. It ain't. Like, the director himself said, here's where I got the idea. This is all horse shit. Uh, he yeah. stole ideas from different serial killers and then was like, well, what if there was a family of them? Which, 
means nothing. You know, like, yeah, there's no truth to any of it. So when they came out with that special edition DVD, it was cool packaging, like it was textured to feel like hamburger. Oh, God, why? Yeah, was pretty fucking dope, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm a mark for, like, cool shit like that. Uh, so I got the original, and I'd already seen it, but I, I watched it, like, ten times over the course of two weeks. I watched all the documentaries, the bonus features, the commentaries. I was like, like, I know more about that original than most people should. Yeah. Uh, the, the sequels just suck, though. Like, the remake does hold up. I, I will give a thumbs up to the remake. The se- all the sequels to me just suck. Like, and there's some of them that I haven't seen because I'm like, ah, fuck this. So this new one's coming out on Netflix, and I'm like, why? Why are we doing this? And I was, I struggled so hard, I still couldn't remember it. You had a uh, a Bo Burnham quote that I, I was like, God damn it, that applies here, and I couldn't remember what it was. Something about a dead oh, horse. Yeah, we'll stop beating this dead horse when it stops uh, coughing up money. Perfect. That's exactly what it was. Because when I saw this trailer come out for this one Netflix, I was like, God. Damn it, guys. <laughs> like, again? Um, so I watched it. My first thing that I noticed was, I was like, 86 minutes? Like, I'm sorry, but if you can't write a movie that goes to 90 minutes, 90 <laughs> minutes is like the bare minimum. And that counts like, cr- that's with credits and shit. I'm sorry, but I'm like, no, you you should be ashamed. <laughs> like, um, So here's my take on it. I watched it. Overall, I cannot recommend this film. Uh, There were things in it where I was like, oh man, you guys are like dangerously close to a good movie here. Like you're circling a good idea and then they would go away from it. Because the shit at the very beginning of it, it's like the the town is known for, oh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre happened here. Somehow we never found Leatherface, which I was like, well, that's stupid, but I'll... I'm willing to make that concession. Yeah. But I was like, oh, what if the idea of, like, the town was trying to profit off of this murder massacre thing? Like, that would be something interesting. We're, you know, oh, shit, we're teasing a good story here? Yeah. Uh, and then I was story. like, In oh, a these... horror movie? I, I got something that I'm going to follow this all up with, by the way. Uh, then I'm like, oh, it's about these young yuppies gentrifying this town. Okay, there's something there. I'm not sure what it is, but I was like, there's there's a core idea. Nope, that doesn't really fucking go anywhere. The asshole Texan guy who's then revealed to be, like, not that bad of a guy in the movie. I was like, okay. Again, you're, you're approaching something that, like, the audience could at yeah. least yeah. talk about, and then going away from it. Um, yeah. And then it's just the, your standard horror movie horse shit where I'm like that can't happen like when they made it that it is Leatherface and I was like that motherfucker would be 70 years old (laughs) and for some reason he's seemingly in his mid 20s big strong um I I lost my shit at one point when he takes the chainsaw out it's like hidden in a wall of a house he takes the chainsaw out pulls that fucking cord one time and it starts and I was like no any person who's ever, like, started a mower after it's set for a month, fuck you, my man. That might be the most unrealistic shit. <laughs> I love uh, that you picked that out. <laughs> that It pissed me off immediately. Just, yeah. vroom, vroom, vroom. I'm like, well, fuck me. They don't make them like they used to, I guess. Like, um, 
they do the thing that every horror movie does where they, they treat a chainsaw like it's Wolverine's claws or, or some shit that just, oh, you, you need to saw through a floor in the beams of a house at, like, a, a running speed? Sure. I was like, God, that, what the that's fuck? That's when I was, like, first, like, come on. Because I didn't watch, like, the beginning of it. I was doing other whatever hell things. Uh... And then as soon as that happened, I was like, really, dude? And again, going back to the, like, oh, fuck, you're, you guys are, like, dipping your toe in the water of something that could be interesting. When the one main character is a survivor of a school shooting, mm. and that's why she's hesitant around guns and shit, I'm like, yes, do something with this. Give me something to be like, this is what makes this intriguing to me. Yeah. And they don't... <laughs> I, I was at one point I was trying to count. It's like there's like six things in this that could be interesting, and then none of it's there. Uh, I did like the. There's a scene where Leatherface basically ends up on a bus of these fucking yuppies, mm-hmm. and they don't think that it's a real. Which I was like, okay, well you probably fucking wouldn't, especially because like. In this movie, Leatherface is known and exists, but yeah. you wouldn't then expect to see him. Yeah. It would be like walking down the street in the 90s and just being like, oh, look, there's Timothy McVeigh. Or, you know, some other yeah, monster yeah, yeah. of society. But them, like, just immediately pulling out their phones and taking pictures and video, and the one dude, it's hokey, but the one dude being like, we're going to get you canceled, bro. I was like, again, you're almost making a commentary on something in this horseshit movie, and then it's just not there. Dude, <laughs> like, when that moment happened, yeah. my immediate thought was, oh, good. You know what this movie needed? Social commentary. Mm-hmm. But I think that, like, I think that a good movie, horror or otherwise, you can have a social commentary on it. Yeah. That I, one was very blatant, Oh, though. Oh, dude. Just so stupid. Just right in your nose. <laughs> right in your nose. Uh and then, like, it's then after that, it's just somehow that guy just can't die. He gets, like, drowned, shot, stabbed. God only knows what else. And Dude. I'm like... It, it's infuriating. Enraging. And then and that the finish... absolute ending... I'm I'm sorry. I, 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 hate, I hate that it that popped me, but it was a thing where I'm like... It's like watching the dumbest fucking match ever, and then the move that that ends it. You're like, "Oh, that was a cool move." I thought it was so stupid. I I don't know. I there's just something so about cheap. there's just something about the immediate lunge through a car decapitation, and then also they're in the middle of nowhere, Texas, and that Tesla car is still able to drive itself, <laughs> but they keep saying like, "I don't have any cell service." <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" I don't um, know. I also think the only reason that like I kind of gave a pass to the to the ending was um spoiler for the near 50-year-old original by the way. In the original, Homegirl gets away, runs into the highway, a truck stops and picks her up and that's it. She gets in the truck and they drive away and the last shot of the movie is Leatherface in the road while the sunrise is basically like almost it, it looks like he's slam dancing with his chainsaw. <laughs> he's just like enraged. So then this one I was like, "Oh, it's like a uh mirror image of that or like a throwback she's in the Tesla car or whatever that's driving itself away while Leatherface dances in the road with her sister's head I was like alright but at the same time no <laughs> that was that that literally I mean, it's very it it's gratuitous so shit. 
That made me so mad. Mm-hmm. I I've never felt more betrayed. <laughs> it was so stupid. Yeah. Um but yeah. There were a couple things in this movie that I did pop for in a good way. Go. One, the when he breaks the dude's arm mm. and then stabs him in the neck with his arm bone. Unbelievable kill. Oh. Like he, like huge pop. hot damn. Yeah. Like yeah. Also, the, um, the, the, the the sheriff bitch in it was so stupid, and she's supposed to be the survivor from the, the original movie, and again, I was like, you're too old. Like, you can't do this, or whatever. Like, uh, yeah. But she has this that weird moment, and it's the thing where I'm like, again, you guys are trying to do something neat here, and you are not getting it, where she's like, you remember me, right? And Leatherface just no-sells her. And I'm like, okay. We're showing that he's not even, like, a, a cognizant human. Has mm-hmm. Like, her entire life was shaped by these events. It means nothing to him. Yeah. That's a cool concept. Give me something more with that. Nope. She just then <laughs> wanders away and then comes back two minutes later and be like, now I'm going to kill you. He's like, what did you do that in that, that? You that had the gun pointed at his head. That infuriated me too, dude. So dumb. I mean, overall, I'm not going to give that movie a, a, a pass. I can't. I would call it an avoid. I would call it a... If it if somebody turned it on, fine. I'm not going to say seek it out. I also think that because it's only 86 minutes, that helps. But, um, yeah. Oh, my God. It was... Got through all that. I got to tell you about something else. Treated myself to a little trip to the movie theater this past Friday night. Okay. Saw a little movie called X. Just X. The letter X. I've seen trailers for this. I don't want to go full into it uh, for spoilers and shit, especially with you here. It is one of the best horror movies I've ever seen. It's one of the best movies I've seen in the last 15 to 20 years. Okay. It's only an hour and 45, which is perfect time length. Everything in it makes sense. There's like, there might be one or two tiny things you kind of got to like make a concession for. The acting's beautiful. There's a one scene in it where I was like about to cry because of how like, but in the sense of like, there's so much depth to what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I was like, holy shit. It's shot beautifully. I went in not knowing anything other than what the trailer tells you, which honestly ain't shit. Amazing. Uh, Loved it. Labs, like, I walked out of that theater, and if it had been playing again, I would have turned around and walked right back in. Like, no word of a lie. I want to go see it again now. Like, it's Hell yeah. fucking fantastic. Can't recommend it enough. Um. Anyways, uh, wrestling. I think that's what this is all about. It's a boot. Um, have you watched any wrestling lately? Um, actually, I have. Mm-hmm. Which is a rarity sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I just don't watch any wrestling anymore. So, I was showing my girlfriend wrestling. Girlfriend? Yeah. Well, what? This is how you break this news? <laughs> yeah, I thought... Live most, on the air? The most casual uh, way to do it is... is now, does that. she know about this? I don't know. <laughs> is this how she finds out? Yes. Oh my god. Ballsy move. Alright, I'm sorry. Anyways. <laughs> so I'm showing my girlfriend wrestling. 
because she doesn't know anything other than indies and stuff. Right. Well, she knows more about Knows the existence. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, and I want you to hold your fists back. Don't shoot the messenger. Fine, fine, fine. She hates Brock Lesnar. Okay. (laughs) All right. I'm trying to fix that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So, I, um... I, I started with Eddie and Brock. Because Beautiful. Yeah. Why not? And, yeah. then, and then I realized that is my favorite match of all time. It's kind sure. of bold to start with that one. Right, because then, then, then it's we're only going downhill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> By technicality. Then I went Brock Punk, SummerSlam 2015. Beautiful. Yeah. Just, Both of which we've talked about on this program at nauseam, it seems. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then... I thought she was actually going to strangle me if I showed another Brock Lesnar match. Sure. So I went to Sean Jericho, Judgment Day 08. Absolutely. And then I went to uh, Orton Christian, mm-hmm. Over the Limit 2011. Like, like I, just, I hit them all. Greatest hits, man, yeah. I know, I yeah. was really playing this the greatest awesome. hits. Um, that's about all I've done. Only revisiting wrestling. I haven't watched anything new, yeah. unfortunately. Um, I have watched some stuff. Recently, nothing like that really stands out. Like, I'll, I'll turn on like the John Pluto's favorite station and put Impact on in the background and stuff. And like, uh, got a TV with a Roku in the basement now too. So like in the morning when I'm riding the bike, sometimes I'll turn on Impact. Mm-hmm. It's something that I can like look at while I'm pedaling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's an enjoyable program now. Like more, I, I think now it is actually a pretty good show. Um, it's just odd to think that like. For me personally, between like actual time and whatnot, I just don't have time to get into it. Yeah. Um, I normally would put over AEW that I've watched recently right here. I actually haven't watched much lately because I've been at work a lot. I haven't watched um, I haven't watched M- uh, Dynamite from last week yet, and I really want to see this cage match with Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Um, so going off of that. Maybe something we can discuss then, because this this was a kerfuffle of sorts on the internet. A kerfuffle. A kerfuffle. A souffle. Um, a little bit of debate about blood in wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I'm very curious as to where you stand on this. I don't even know where I stand on this. What's well, the question? Well, <laughs> like, there were, there were people that were like, like, I haven't seen it, but this cage match was evidently bloody. Okay. And I remember the uh, Lights Out match that they... That Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker had like a year ago was a fucking bloodbath. That match rules, though. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can't judge the cage match yet because I haven't seen it. I've only heard good things, but I've also heard that it is violent and it is bloody. So there's been this like backlash on like blood in wrestling. You don't have to gig. You know, you can have a cage match without blood. You don't have to have women bleeding this, that, and the other. And it's just this weird tribalism that exists now in wrestling fans of. You're either die hard one or the other, which is admittedly stupid. You can either be critical of both fairly, enjoy the strengths of one, the other, you know, who cares? But the the weird chest thumping on brands right now is just baffling to me. But anyways, I'm sorry. I I'm of the opinion that like blood in wrestling, when there is a cause for it. Is great when there, when there's when there's a need for it. Is I agree. Fucking great. I agree. I don't like blood for no reason. Agree. Uh, like, and I don't think there's no reason there. Like, 
That feud's yeah. been building for a year. Yeah. Like, I don't... I, I just... It, let them wrestle how they want to wrestle. <laughs> like, no one's... Right, that's another thing. No, to, Tony Khan's not... You better get... Like, <laughs> no, Tony Khan's not like, you better gig. Uh, fuck, I don't know if I've told this story on here or not, but, like, the first time I ever had a cage match uh, was in uh, a, a little podunk town called Olytic, Indiana. And the show... They were basically doing the, the TNA lockdown thing. Every match was in a cage. Mm-hmm. But it was... Literally, they did it because, not just because it was a, a piss-poor way to try to sell tickets, which, spoiler, they didn't, um, <laughs> but also because it took so long to set the cage up yeah, that it was yeah. just easier to do it and then just run the entire show that way, which is also not good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, first time I'd ever had a cage match, and it's me and a, a guy named Blake Reed that I trained with, and mm-hmm. we had like a bunch of matches when we started out because you know we're in the same class. It's our first time there. Yeah. Or uh, maybe not his, but it was my first time there. And we're in the opener, and we're just having a match. There's no reason for any of it, and every match is in a cage. So, it, it, I don't know if it was me, him, or somebody else said that was smart about shit, but they were basically like, well, then don't do anything crazy with the cage. Just use it for the finish. That way people, the cage is then established. Okay, cool. So we just had a regular match inside of the ring in the cage, and then for the finish, um, he got me up almost like, almost like a razor's edge or an awesome bomb, like a power bomb off to one side. Yeah, runs me into the cage like my back and the back of my head hit the cage. Oh God! Turns around, hits the power bomb. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. That was the only time that we touched it, and the dipshit promoter that ran the show hated it. And I'm not saying that match was good. You know what I mean? Like we're we're both our first. You know, year in, there's yeah. there's no way that it was great. Yeah, <laughs> but he hate that guy hated that match because we didn't bleed. He's like, can, how can you have a cage match without blood? And I was like, why? Why? One, I was like, I'm not gigging. Yeah, even yeah. even then, I was like, no, man, I'm not doing that. But like, there's also 15, 20 people here. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. You, you know what I mean? I was like, what the fuck? And then now for that argument to come up again, I'm like. Guys, the like, more things change, the more they stay the same. It's fucking depressing sometimes. Man. <laughs> I'm like, I don't Ugh. know. Like, it's whatever. Mm. You gonna take take a long drink there? <laughs> yep. Uh, you made it an audible drink as you went. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mid drink. Bought some bottles, uh, dude. Big I on bottles. Like, I feel like it's better better out of a bottle. It is it's better out of a bottle. Bottle hits different. They're slightly less convenient when you're not at a bar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can agree to that. Like, earlier when I went rampaging around on my four-wheeler, I'm not going to lie, I, I I had a can with me. Yeah. Well, that's easy to fucking handle. I would have felt somehow actually unsafe with a glass <laughs> bottle in my hand. <laughs> Fair enough. Which is stupid. Like, like this. Um... Yeah, man. Glass. Glass bottles. Glass bottles for anything. You ever get a good old-fashioned bottle of Coca-Cola? Dude, nothing better. Pop-top glass bottle. Ice Real cold. sugar? Yeah. Dude. Good, straight Mexican Coke. A uh, cola. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ooh! Um, <laughs> do you got uh, anything else? I don't think so. I, I had some notes. Let me see what I had. Oh, let's see. Um... 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre was on there. We already talked about that. Oh, I did actually have one thing that I needed to bring up. Okay. Our new sponsor, Dastardly Mormon brand canned soup. Soup so good that when it's warm, you'll put your dick in it. Guys, we know what it's like when you have a covenant with the Lord Almighty to not fuck. We know you get those urges. We know you don't want to go to hell. So you know what you do? You buy you a big old can of Dastardly Mormon brand canned soup. How does it work? It's simple. Heat the soup up. Put your dick in it. It's not a woman. You're not violating the sanctity of a bond between you and the Almighty. You're still heaven bound. Sure, you could soak, but who has the time? Who has that many friends? Soak your dick in dastardly Mormon brand canned soup. Soup so good, you'll fuck it. I got us some sponsors. I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you about that. Unbelievable. I'm keeping the money from dastardly Mormon brand canned soup. Um, what the fuck, I'm... <laughs> Alright, fine, I'll give you a cut. <laughs> they don't pay much, though. They're Mormons. 2%? Yeah, absolutely. Hell <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to get a crisp fiber. <laughs> a pipe and hot Lincoln. Uh, folks, we're here today to talk about a little pay-per-view called ECW Living Dangerously 1998. Mm-hmm. March 21st. Um, so here's the thing. I picked this because a moment in one of the matches came across my social media recently, and I was like, oh yeah, I've seen this moment a bunch of times. I had forgotten that I had seen the match. But then I was like, oh shit, I've never seen that show. So I thought, okay, let's go with the theme of, oh, I've seen a match, yeah, but I haven't seen the show. But then I was going to like narrow it down even further and be like, oh, I've seen this moment, forgetting that I had seen the match that it was from. Okay. Here we go. Uh, this is all over the place. Um, this comes to us from Asbury Park in the New Jersey. Not mm-hmm. to be confused with the old Jersey. <laughs> the first shot of this pay-per-view basically is a uh, Taz driving himself as champion <laughs> in what looks like, I don't know, a fucking sable or something <laughs> to yeah. the venue, yeah. goes inside. I didn't think it was cool to see be like, oh, let's show what the building looks like before yeah. the show, because I think like the ring is partially up and there's some chairs set out, maybe? like Yeah, I think so, yeah. And he's just like, yeah, I'm ready. I was like, okay. I like that. Yeah, yeah I, I did too. Also, I like that he's not world champion. Hmm. He's the television champion. Okay, yeah. But ECW did a very good job of making the TV title on that, like, almost equal uh, ground as the heavyweight belt. Yeah. Very cool. Fun. Easy shit. Dug it. Um, you got something here, or? Um, my version when I was watching this fucked up at the beginning, and it, like, at one point just cut to the crowd with no sound oh, and then no. I had to go back and like fix it yeah basically Peacock sucks big time <laughs> fuck you John Peacock <laughs> um I just have a note that says Joey Styles in the ring doing the thing he mentions this is their fourth pay-per-view hmm which is so fascinating to me that they were cause we've we covered the first one 
Yeah. Ages ago. That was one of our earlier episodes. Mm-hmm. And that's April of 97, so we're almost a year later, and it seems like they're, you know, quarterly shows. Which is dope. Good. Like, I know we touched on it back then, but, like, getting on pay-per-view at this point was, like, a massive fucking deal yeah, for places. Yeah. You couldn't just do that. Uh, Are you I telling me that this couldn't be on pay-per-view? This podcast couldn't be on pay-per-view? In 1998? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, dang it. I thought we were pretty... Pretty good at this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I like the intro. I, I love the the we've. I th- have we talked about the ECW theme on here? We have, and okay. it rules. It does. It's undeniably good. These graphics, though. The the nineties. It just. It, it's, yeah. Uh, it's I feel like, like a, I grew a mullet. <laughs> Imagine. Uh, it's like. Um, like, if you're watching, like, a cartoon or a comic and they have, like, the stink lines coming off of, like, yeah. the thing. The yeah. stink lines of the 90s coming off of the TV during these graphics and shit. It's like, yeah. holy shit. <laughs> yeah. um, but my next then happy note, Tracy fucking Smothers. Hell yeah. Have we talked Tracy on here? Uh, We might have a little bit at one point. I don't. I don't remember. Tracy was the coolest fucking guy. Like, I hate that I never got to actually work with him. I was on a bunch of fucking shows with him. Mm -hmm. No one was nicer. Like, such a good dude. And just an eternal hustler. Like, he... Nobody's ever going to say he was good with money because he wasn't. But that guy worked for WCW, WWF, ECW, 100,000 independents, worked in Japan, worked in Europe, was just a fucking worker, like... Young Tracy Smothers is crazy to watch now because we all just got used to uh, old Tracy Smothers. Yeah. He was really fucking good. Um, he was always super cool with me, always mm-hmm. remembered me, always said hi to me, always put over my matches. Like, would watch my matches without me asking him to. Mm. And then I'd be like, what, what do you got? What do you got? And he's like, nothing, kid. You're great. Like, he was hey, just... If that ain't praise. Which, yeah. Which, at the same time, though, I'm also kind of like... Give me, give me something, you know, <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah. just the coolest fucking guy. Gone too soon. R.I.P. Super fun to see him here. This gimmick. This FBI gimmick, though, with him. Like, Tracy's from, like, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always thought that was a little out of place. Mm-hmm. I couldn't quite place it. I do have a note a little bit earlier. Uh, I just wanted to get this out here. I think Joey Styles looks like I could beat the shit out of him. Uh, have you ever heard the story about him beating the shit out of JBL? I have. Which is... Now, I'm not saying I could beat the shit out of him, he but does he looks look like at, I could beat the shit out of him. You know who else thought that? <laughs> JBL. JBL. <laughs> uh, that, that story is so awesome because I love it anytime somebody like is getting pushed around and they stand up for themselves. Mm-hmm. But then I also just love JBL. Yeah. So it's like yeah. a double-edged sword where I'm like, fuck yeah, Joey Styles. I'm like, god damn it, JBL. I wish you weren't such a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so what, what, what do we got here? I'm sorry. It's... So Tracy is out there with uh, Guido, who'd go on to be Nunzio. Yep. Uh, Who would go on to fill a hot tub (laughs) with shit to Uh, impress Don Marie. (laughs) It worked. Uh, Who would both go on to fill their hot tub together. (laughs) That awful. Oh, God. I'm sorry. They're being managed by Wildfire Tommy Rich. Um, Mm -hmm. I, okay, it's not even my story because it's from a Steve Carino interview. I okay. have a Tommy Rich story that I will not tell you on this podcast. Uh, okay. 
it, it I cannot tell the story that is again not mine. I cannot tell the story on a recorded medium for fear of the cancellation. Um, I got it <laughs> against Chris Chetty, most notable for being Taz's cousin and the first graduate of the ECW House of Hardcore Training Dojo. They had hell yeah, uh, and Jerry. I wrote it in my notes as Jerry I want to almost watch that promo again just to see that moment oh dude we we cannot say enough good things about Jerry Lynn um I'm gonna get one of these you want one uh I'm good I got my DC I got my Diet Coke here I got my DC I got my DC get a bottle get a bottle of DC I could have got a bottle of DC, but I needed a can so I could freaking open the can at the opening bell. What is that voice even? Uh, I don't know, but it's an interesting character. Uh, this match... Um, also, did you notice they kept calling him Dynamic Jerry Lynn on commentary? <laughs> yes. Yes. Not, not. I have so many notes about commentary. Good. And you're going to hate me. Uh, I think yeah. I can be fair about most of this. Okay. I, I like, I still like Joey Styles. He's giving me a stink eye, guys. Uh, you're going to hate me. Fine. I did not care for them calling him Dynamic Jerry Lynn, and then I realized how early in even Jerry Lynn's ECW run we are. Mm-hmm. Because he became the dude with the matches with the RVD. He's. I. I think he's still new to the company here. RVD's not even television champion, so mm. I was like, "Oh fuck, we haven't seen." You know what I mean? Like this is all, like the formative time of Jerry Lynn in ECW. Even though I think they said at this point he's like an eight-year vet or something. Yeah, they did say something like that. There was a point I was watching this match, and um, I'm just sitting there with my arms crossed, and I'm watching this, and then I I had an epiphany. I was like, "Oh." So no one's concerned with who's legal. Okay. But, okay, Dude. so this was I mean, I agree. Infuriating. It is. And like this was something that like I never liked about ECW even even when it was happening. When they would have tag matches and guys would tag in and out, I'm like, your entire promotion and brand is based on extreme and no rules. Yeah. Why the fuck like Occasionally, they would have tag matches where it was just everyone beating the shit out of everyone, which is like, that's contextually, I think, what it should always be. Technically, yes. So I was always very just like, what the fuck? I, I never understood it. Was, it's it. like a plot hole in a movie. Big time. Big time. <laughs> uh, you got anything else on this one? Uh, Jerry Lynn rules. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember liking the finish. Yeah, yeah. And then the the crowd is up. Oh, big time. Uh, I I had a note that said, uh, a little rough around the edges, but like this was still a very good opener. And the yeah. crowd the crowd was hot for the ending. Yes. Uh, next thing, that pretty cool, they show footage from FMW. Mm. And I thought this was neat because they're advertising like Tanaka and these other guys that are coming over from FMW. And I had a note here that says, man, ECW kind of opened that whole forbidden door thing and it was 24 years ago. Yeah. Because they did a really cool thing where, like, Masato Tanaka came over from FMW and won the ECW belt mm. and then took it to FMW and defended it there. And then they had to, like, reshuffle, so to speak, title matches here in the States while he was in Japan until he came back. Mm. And I was like, that's cool. 
that's yeah. fun. I, I, anytime a promotion acknowledges that, like when I say a promotion, a major promotion acknowledges that there's wrestling else out there. Yeah, there, it's just appealing to me. I don't know. Even like, even before I knew the significance of that, I've always preferred that. I like when people acknowledge other. Right. Like, even as a younger fan. Right. I I love that. Do you think it's, like, almost insulting to the audience if they don't? You could... I could see that. I don't think it is, but I could see how... Yeah. I mean, like... I I don't even want to go to it just because it's recent topical. Like, imagine if Punk had come to AEW, Mm -hmm. and even though he didn't really drop them by name, imagine if he had just not referenced WWE. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it, it almost feels like you think we are just gonna forget. Like we can't just yeah. forget where you. you yeah, exactly. I mean? like, like, like the place made you a, a a star across the fucking planet. Yeah, it would be insulting for you to not acknowledge its existence. Acknowledge me. <laughs> um. Oh man, uh, one of those clips from FMW. Mike Awesome takes this awful bump. Uh sure like power bombs him out of the ring. It sure does. Onto a table on the floor. The table seemingly evaporates <laughs> underneath Dude, of him. It gives him nothing. <laughs> Just straight through it onto the back of his neck. Oh um, god. It's so gnarly. Uh this manager guy is out. I'm not familiar with him. I, I don't know either. And my next note, I was like, because I hadn't seen this, I was like, oh my god, Doug Furnace versus Masato Tanaka? This should be great, and it isn't. <laughs> Dude, I'm so <laughs> glad we're on the same page. <laughs> I was so excited when I saw what this was going to be. Dude. Oh my god, it's... <sighs> Masato Tanaka, I was up already for yeah. Masato Tanaka. I love... He might be a guilty pleasure wrestler for me. Absolutely. Especially when they point out here he's like 25. Oh, oh wow. Maybe okay. maybe even less, but I feel like I made a I didn't make I didn't write it down, but I remember being they were like the the young 25-year-old and I was like, "Holy shit." Like, yeah. Um there was a lot of shade thrown at WWF in the opening bit of this. Dude, shade? That's like putting Darkness. it lightly. Yeah. It would like there was a lot of... They just called him out. They yeah. said him by name. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, and, like, okay, so going back to the whole, like, acknowledging other things or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember where I saw it, but one of the things that I saw about ECW, I was like, God damn, I never thought of it that way, but it's brilliant. The, one of the smartest things... We both agree Paul Heyman's a genius, right? Oh, yeah, big time. One of the smartest things he ever did was that he made the ECW brand the babyface. Because mm. they're fighting the big leagues. They're fighting the corporate guys. Mm, okay. We're the underdog. We're yeah. the pro- we are the promotion you should root for. So, you, yeah, you still had your heels and your, your faces in ECW, but the ECW company and brand was the baby face. Okay. And I was like, yeah, actually. And then now that you think about it, you're like, fuck, he did it on almost every goddamn show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Masato yeah. Tanaka with the Davy Richards. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have I told that story on here? 
think he might have, but it's explain. Uh, so the once upon a time I was having a, a tag match with a yeah yeah you don't gotta go back to those. Um, <laughs> I was having a I was in a tag match and it was me and Matt Cage against Kyle O'Reilly and Davey Richards. So like one, we're very excited to get to work with both guys and like yeah. I had already worked with Davey a couple of times and I'd worked with Kyle at least two or three times at that point. I don't know if Cage had or not. I can't quite remember, but it doesn't matter. Well, we're excited for the match, but unfortunately, it's a real shitty fucking promotion in a real shitty town that didn't draw very well. It's a Sunday afternoon show. Yeah. And what had happened was Kyle and Davey had Ring of Honor like the night before, and they flew into St. Louis like that morning, and then had to get in the car and drive from St. Louis to whatever fucking town in Illinois we were in. So when they get there, we don't have a lot of time to talk stuff out. And one of the things that Davey kept saying was, yeah, blah, blah, uh, you're in the ropes, I'll, you know, hit you with the Masato Tanaka. And, like, we do this all the time, but, like, you call a spot by the name of the guy that made it more popular, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, you know, duck my JBL, take the Farouk. Yeah. Or something, <laughs> yeah. like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love so it. So he, he keeps saying, yeah, you're in the ropes, Masato Tanaka. And here's the thing. I know who Masato Tanaka fucking is. I've seen a bunch of his matches, but for some reason, the way he was wording it, I didn't understand what he was saying. So I was kind of like, okay, so all I know is I'm in the ropes. Well, what he meant to say was, you're in the ropes, I just run it and give you a fucking big old forearm. So I'm in the ropes during the match, and I'm like, well, I guess a Tanaka's happening. I, I don't see any chairs anywhere. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. here we are. And Davey proceeded to just make me see white. <laughs> uh, didn't, like, injure me or anything like that, but I was yeah. just like, <laughs> okay. Now I know what the Masada yeah. Tanaka is. In that context, yes. <laughs> oh, uh, my This God. was not good. Dude, They there's a couple points in this where I was like, they're lost. Mm-hmm. They are lost. There's a language barrier for sure. Tanaka yeah. is still quite young. Doug Furness, I um, I did do a little bit of research online, was, like, horribly sick, like, had a bad case of the flu. Oof. And I was like, oh, this is, this was doomed from the get-go. <laughs> and it is, it, just disappointing. There's a fucking gonzo bomb in this match. Like, holy shit. It's, yeah. Oh, God. I also noticed that they called the the uh, Death Valley driver the Spicoli driver, and I was like, okay, I do kind of remember this. Louis Spicoli was a wrestler, and he was in ECW. That was his finish. He tragically passed away very young. He was in a feud with Tommy Dreamer. Dreamer then adopted the move, and they renamed it the Spicoli driver. Okay, like in memoriam. I was like, that's, that's neat. cool. Yeah, I, I I I'm fine with that. Just yeah, not great. Um, and then they turned the Doug crowd- face. The crowd turns on this match too. Oh, dude! Like <laughs> they, what? Maybe halfway through? If probably. That, yeah. It, it was. I know. I. It was the first time I'd ever watched a match where I noticed the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! Just like when people talk about a smart crowd being brutal, it's mm. that type of shit. Because yeah, sometimes the like anarchy is usually regarded for having a smart crowd. I might debate that. But I, I just think that they know what's good and bad. You know, there yeah, it is. Yeah. But I have seen that crowd turn on a match, and it's 
uncomfortable. Oh, <laughs> I can't no. even imagine the ECW one. That would have been way worse, but like, oh, it's, yeah. it's, uh, woof. But yeah, then Doug Furness steals a shirt and says Vince can kiss his ass. What? Is my note wrong here? <laughs> he, he was signed at the time. Oh, okay. So like, he's there on loan from the WWF. Hmm. Again, the forbidden that's, door. That's dope. Kicked wide the fuck open. Um, my okay. Ne- my next note, and I don't know, <laughs> I don't no, know what prompted this, but my next note just says, ECW has so few redeeming factors for me. That's fair. Like, <laughs> like they're like, I've put I put it over a lot on this show, and this was one where I was like, man, this is this is rough. Like, if if this was like a court scenario, I'd have to be like. Let's just take the plea bargain. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but but there are things that we're going to get into later on in this that I find fascinating and great. Um, okay. So the, the next thing that I have a note of... So Joey Styles is talking about how they were going to show us this match with Sandman and Sabu, but it was scrapped because it was too violent, and the mm-hmm. pay-per-view network and providers didn't want to show it. And I was like... Okay, to me, that's very interesting at this point in the show, right? Not knowing what was coming later. Mm-hmm. Because I knew that they had, like, a big hurdle to get onto pay-per-view because of the violent nature of the shows. And people yeah. thought that it was real and everything else. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, fuck, that's kind of neat. And I was like, it's the weird... Uh, you're, you're almost blurring the line between, wait, was, is that legit? You know, mm-hmm. or is this part of an angle? It, you know, yeah, I was kind of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I said it was interesting. Uh, <laughs> and then he said something about how they're going to release it on the DVD cut. And I'm yes. like, now people are going to want to buy that DVD. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, again, yeah. Um, Genius. And but then, that's all in, that's before we know what. Right. That's you know. that's as you're watching it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Nicole Bass. Well, first of all, like oh, when shit. he said this. My note was, so we don't have to sit through Sabu or Sandman? <laughs> ah, but My God, it's a know. miracle. <laughs> I wrote it was a miracle, and I was betrayed. Yeah, you were. That's not great. <laughs> then Nicole Bass. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in a, what I wrote down is a strange segment backstage. <laughs> yeah. Just... Oof! I I don't even know where to begin, and I I don't want to. What? Why does? Can you explain my note? Because I've completely forgotten where this goes. Oh, dude! I, I, I watched this like almost two weeks ago. <laughs> my next note just says, "Why are they showing this?" I don't know. <laughs> I love how we both can't. <laughs> we both can't tell each other what I have, happened. I have here. no explanation. I love that. Uh. The next match, keeping with this theme of me being like, oh man, this should be great, and then it <laughs> fucking isn't. When I saw him getting an RVD versus Duke Old Scorpio, I was like, yeah! Dude! Me Fuck too! yeah, man, because I'm thinking this is almost a prime RVD. This would have been a fucking... Duke Old Scorpio's great. Like, yeah, and yeah. honestly, never really got bad. But you know what I mean? I was yeah. like, Fuck Yeah! And then my next note just says, I had high hopes for this. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> There's a point in this match where RVD just lays on the mat for about four minutes. 
And Too Cold does some sort of a flip onto him, gets up and poses for the crowd, does not try to win, does a different type of a flip onto RVD who has done nothing, <laughs> does not try... Like, this just goes on and on and on. There was there was some cool shit in it. Yeah. Like, just... Side tangent for a second before mm-hmm. we bitch more about this match because I don't want to forget about this question. What's a name in wrestling that you just you, you know you know it's stupid, but you just accept it? Because Too Cold Scorpio might be up there for me. <laughs> like if you really think about it, what? Oh, especially is that? because like the first name is a number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, a name that is stupid, but you just accept it. <sighs> the Rock. Yeah. Like, if, yeah. if there was a world where some person didn't know who The Rock was, and you said, yeah, this guy's name is The Rock, they'd be like, okay, so, like, is he slow or something? No, man. <laughs> he's he's huge and fast. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's awesome. He's huge and fast. <laughs> Is he really like bland because he's a rock? No, he's unbelievably charismatic. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, dang, I had one. I... Bastion Booger. Yeah, that's the one. goon. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Big E. It's just big, and then the letter E. Well, but he was Big E Langston. I know. And then they dropped that because you can't have a last name. Which, if you, even if you really think about that, sure. Bi- first name big, middle initial E. Well, fuck. His real name's last name uh, uh, God damn it. What's it? it's a uh, Itori or it, Itor? Itor? I don't know how you I say don't it. Know. It's E T O R R E. So like he legit has always gone by just E because people would fuck up pronouncing his name like I just did. <laughs> like I just did. Like I just. Um. Did. A- I was just saying it's a it's big and then the letter E. Right. It's a weird name. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't ever want to get to a point where, where my first name is Big. Uh, yeah. Big Show. <laughs> there's a fucking, a, a cool slingshot 450 splash in this. I I, I called it a buckshot splash because yeah, it kind of yeah, looks yeah, like yeah, he's yeah, doing the... Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's Unbelievable. cool as shit. Yeah. Especially because, like, Too Cold is not small at all. He is a big big dude. Mm-hmm. And like, for that matter, RVD's not what I would call, that, that motherfucker's like 240. Like, the the athleticism here is great. The match is not. Dude, one of my notes here just says, I hate this. It, it's so long. And once it got bad, they kept going. I was like, guys, wrap it the fuck up. Dude, when, when he did that like slingshot 450 thing, yeah, Joey Styles didn't even react to it. Really? He... I hate him. I hate him. My heart breaks. I don't hate you. I'll get more to... I'm just sad. (laughs) Write whatever you want about me. (laughs) So... Uh, Too Cold also does a 180 splash off the top to RVD's back. Mm -hmm. And it actually, like... I, I like RVD. Like, I'm a fan. Yeah. He's not known for his convincing selling. He looked like he was genuinely in pain on that. And I was like, yeah, probably. Like, yeah. 
There's no way for you to protect yourself. You can't see him coming. Like, So, there was a thing where Scorpio got the knees up on uh, some top rope thing. Sure. Probably this frog splash or whatever. Forty silent seconds went by. Yeah. And then Joey Styles says, he got the knees up. Amazing. Idiot. Did you catch RVD doing a 450? Yes. And it's like perfect. Why like he, he I mean he misses more? it. I think he did it once in TNA. Like broke it out for no reason for a finish. I love that. Like I saw the clip and I saw an interview where he was like, "Yeah, I was supposed to go over with the five star, but I got up there and was just like, I haven't done a 450 in a long time and just <laughs> did it." <laughs> Unbelievable. Like but, and the thing is, it's like, again, it's just perfect. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love it. You know what? I haven't done this in a while. Let me just do it. Also, the poor guy who's on the mat is probably like, what the fuck is <laughs> happening? Like, Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah. I have... I, I, okay. Well, we might have to go back a little bit. Um, because I, I, I screenshotted all the match times for this show. Oh okay. Um, do you do you want to guess the other ones, or do you want? Uh, that opener, here? I bet, is a solid nine minutes. Eight minutes, nineteen seconds. Not far off. And then Masato Tanaka and Furnace. Well, brother, it felt like a fucking hour, but I'm gonna <laughs> say it was. I'm gonna say it was. Ten. Five minutes forty six. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh man! Uh, remind me when we're done recording. I have a funny story about match times to tell you. Okay. Okay, so then this Rob Van Dam, Two Cold Scorpio, twelve package. minutes. Are you serious? Because it felt like it was so much worse. There's no way. Fifteen. Did I leave the room? Twenty-seven minutes. Twenty-seven minutes. Yeah. Oh my god! If I had watched this last night, I could have given you a more accurate time. <laughs> Twenty-seven minutes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Holy lord. Dude, when you said 12, I was... I must have walked out of the room at some point. Probably. I don't blame you. Yeah. Oh my Nothing god. Nothing needs to go that long. What the fuck are we even doing? Uh, I did... Okay, the finish of this... It was like a attempted hip toss into, a, a in essence, a victory roll, like the body scissor style. That was cool. Yeah. Looked good. Sweet. And then, like... The shenanigans afterwards, I was so just confounded. Because it's like, RVD, RVD is a shitty heel was kind of awesome. I, I was I was down yeah. with that. And it's something where it's like, I'll offer you my handshake because I was the better man, this, that, and the other, I beat you. Too Cold says... I'm not going to shake your hand because you're the better man, but you can shake my hand because you are the better man. And I was like, what fucking difference does that make, two? And then... <laughs> two. And and then... Wait, wouldn't his name be Dickity? <laughs> the guys are told our word for two. Um, and then he, like, bops RVD because mm-hmm. he's an asshole. The yeah. crowd pops. I was like, okay, I, I guess. And then Sabu runs down. They both beat up Two Cold Scorpio, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And then Sandman makes a save. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
There is something, there's there's an exercise in impossibility that happens during this. An exercise in impossibility, okay. Sandman mm-hmm. did a Rana. Mm-hmm. Heineken Rana. How? That was the thing for him. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It looks impossible. I... And Sabu fucked up taking it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Motherfuck. <laughs> Hang on. I don't remember... Oh, wait. I did have a note about the Heineken Rana. <laughs> Sabu goes asshole first <laughs> through, a t- through the edge of a table. <laughs> like, the rest of the table's still there. Um. Oh, my God. I, I have a note that just says, Oh, God, RVD hung up. I don't remember what that was in reference to. I don't know either. And then I have another note that just says, Oh, God, oh, no. <laughs> Dude. Okay, so here's... I'm going to read four notes in a row. This is... Okay. This is how long this felt to me. I put the match time under there, and then I my next note is, why is shit still happening? <laughs> my next note is Sabu and Scorpio wearing the exact same color. Um, my next note is about the, the Heineken Rana. And then my next note is, this is still happening. Yeah. Like, it's... Eternal. Um, my last two notes on this, and then as unbelievable as it sounds, I gotta go get a bottle. Um, just says all caps. Yikes! <laughs> and then the last one just says Sandman is the best worst wrestler. Oh, <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know. There's stuff there. What? Okay, um, apparently there was a video package next. Uh, it's for Candido and Lance Storm. Now I remember. Uh, I love Candido. Yes. Candido's another guy that was, like, tragically gone too soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, because of a fucking blood clot. Oof. Which resonates. And then with the recent passing of Scott Hall... Due to complications from a surgery that caused a blood clot to move into his heart. Shit's scary. Why? Now I'm terrified right now. I don't know what to do. You 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 can do nothing. Uh. Oh no! Oh no! Oh man! Um. So my next note just says the Dudleys. What a weird gimmick it actually was. Mm-hmm. Just so strange. But I still. I love the Dudleys. Yeah. He's a Dudley. Wouldn't you like to be a Dudley, too? Uh, <laughs> what? Gertner. So stupid, but so great. It's undeniably entertaining to me. It's so fucking long. Mm-hmm. It's so long. It is. It's very long. I think that what would have made it better is if the Dudleys' matches had been, like, three minutes. If they had done the long entrance... I keep dropping bottle caps. The long entrance, the insane promo and intro from Gertner, then the opponent's entrance, and then in two or three minutes, it's done. Also, full disclosure, I did not watch most of this match. I let it play. I do remember (laughs) this. I let it play, and I left the room to go cook and eat dinner, because... So, like... So, it's the Dudleys against the team of... 
Balls Mahoney and Axel Rotten, and the team of New Jack and Spike Dudley, correct? Uh, yes. So the the thing is... Because Joey Styles did not tell me that, and I didn't know, because he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> so the thing is, that, like, with New Jack matches, they let his music play during the match. That was part of the gimmick. Which isn't great when you rewatch it. But then when the music is dubbed over with horseshit, it's so annoying. I was like, I can't watch this. Tom, I wanted to fight you. Oh my god. I wanted to fight you for making me watch this. I didn't know this was on the card. Oh my god. I was about to kill someone. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. For future reference, if we go back to ECW and there's a new jack match on it, I'm allowing us to skip it. <laughs> I I can't listen to this bullshit. like it would be f- I'm not gonna say it would be fine. It would be better if it's like the unedited footage and we're just listening to NWA play during the thing. Like, I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> Damn it, you keep dropping that, that bottle is, cap. That is the fourth time, dude. When I say I'm not a fan of it, I'm not a, I'm not against said song or whatever. Like, fuck the police, fucking catchy as shit. I, you know, yeah. fine. I don't like hearing it while I'm trying to watch a fucking match. I think it, I actually think it actively takes away from the viewing experience. It unless, really does. Unless maybe you're in the audience, because the audience always seem to fucking be fine with it. Maybe, yeah. But I'm I'm gonna say from here on out, if this ever comes up again, we are allowed the option to skip a New Jack match. I, it, dude, that is so annoying. It's frustrating as shit. I haven't I have a note that just says this music sucks. Balls is the ultimate Casey. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. And um, there are dives. Joey Styles at one point says, I almost feel dirty watching this. Like watching porn. Why? Why Why say that? I don't know. You know, Awful. I'm, only, <laughs> I'm only now noticing this. This must be some fundamental difference between you and me. You always have way more notes on commentary for anything that we review than I do. It pisses me off. <laughs> Maybe I'm not turning the volume up enough, or I just am in... Am, I, I don't know. I'm starting to wonder if I'm okay. <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, like, I have, like... I so rarely have any notes on anything commentary-related. I just don't notice it, I guess. Yeah. Maybe I'm better off. <laughs> Dude, I was throwing a fit watching this because I'm thinking to myself, so it's going. I'm like, why is the music still going? Yeah. Why is the music still going? Wait, it's a... Why... Like, because uh, at first I was like, why... Wait, it's a triple threat tag? You didn't say this. Why is the music still going? Then Joey Styles says stupid things, so I'm getting even more mad. The music is still going, and then I find out it's elimination? Oh, man. Yeah. I, I was gonna, I was, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna beat you up. <laughs> I don't know what this voice is that I'm doing. I don't know either. The other night, I feel like you got a little drunk when you sat on the town on your Snapchat. You started talking like this. I wasn't drunk per se. Per se. You know, put, you know. Did you just call me a pussy? I you said, think I'm a pussy? I says, hey. I says per se. 
You think I'm a pussy? There's an R in there. A and Percy? I put, I you put think I carry around me. a little Percy? A pussy? A Percy? Per se, a per se for your pussy? I'm going to beat the crap out of you. You bitch. <laughs> uh, it kind of did start to slip into the yeah. there for a second. Uh, my last note on this just says CTE. Because there are some otherworldly chair shots to people's fucking domes. Hmm. Yeah. So... Um, Joey Styles finally has a good call on this show for the first time. He says it's over. Good the match ended. Yeah, first time good call. Uh, my next note says Joey Styles breaking the fourth wall, and I have no idea what that was in reference to. It's been too I, long since I watched this. I don't know. I don't know either. Hmm. I have no idea what's going on here. Now let, I said I, I, there's a weird video package of Just Incredible. Yes, where they just are. They're somehow trying to put over Just Incredible, but they also... I have a note on this. It says, why does the highlight reel show him losing? <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I noticed that, too. I didn't understand that at all. I was like, is this part it of It shows the, that he's human. <laughs> is this part of the storyline? That, that, is that what we're recapping? It's just like, this is the new young upstart, Just Incredible, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, the video highlight reel shows him <laughs> losing. His best stuff is... <laughs> I'm losing. You're trying to show this guy is like a top tier main event guy? Hey, what's your finish? Well, I put both my shoulders on the mat. <laughs> <laughs> what's your finish? Oh, I fall down a lot. <laughs> uh, but then, my, my teenage boner <laughs> just... <laughs> Because what? Jenna and Pocket Volcano thinks I'm the menace? What was that? Oh, I'm the menace. Uh, Because Jenna fucking Jameson is on this show. Yeah. I was agog by this. I was like, I don't remember this. How did I not remember this? Do I remember Jenna Jameson? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I, I remember Jenna Jameson. Um, and... This is so bizarre, hmm. and I'm not going to say that it's good, but it is almost like, if I was to try to, like, summarize what ECW was, and what, like, 90s pro wrestling in essence was, I might just show this clip. Because it's basically, Jenna Jameson comes down the ramp, looking as she do, <laughs> says she's going to interview Just Incredible. He walks down the ramp, calls her a skank, blows her off, gets in the ring. Jenna then very unconvincingly says, Well, I don't want to talk to you anyways. I want to interview this guy. Tom Dream comes out, mm -hmm. aggressively makes out with Jenna Jameson for no reason. Yeah. Well, there's there's reasons. Sure. Well, I mean, from her point of view. Yeah. yeah. Anytime that they did this shit with Tommy Dreamer, where he's making out with all these hot bitches in ECW, I'm always kind of like... That that ain't happening. Like, like God, she, he, he ain't that funny. It's a work. Look at it. <laughs> look look upon him. Like, God look damn. Look upon him. God damn. Like, that, that, that fucking guy should be at a Jiffy Lube somewhere. <laughs> Are there still Jiffy Lubes? I don't know. Mm, where's my phone? Interns. Can we get that? Can we get... Jamie, can you pull that up? No, we're not Joe Rogan. Hey, um, so there was, I, I have this scale for, like, of hatred for, 
for my notes in general. Oh shit, there's a Jiffy Lube 20 miles from here. Oh hell yeah, you want to go to Jiffy Lube? Not really. Okay. Um, <laughs> maybe that's where Tom Dreamer works now that he got cancelled and fucking stupid. I, I don't like Tommy Dreamer. Okay. Yeah. I could get, I, I don't care really that much. That's the <laughs> best reaction you can get. Uh, yeah. Um, so I have this scale of hatred for my notes, generally sure. speaking. If there's something that I hate, I will write it down. Then I reach a level where I hate it so much that I don't even want to write it down. Right. I've reached a new level today. Okay. My note here says, I don't even want to write down a note for how dumb that was. Okay. Hang on. I Because I, I don't remember what happened, so I'm like now scanning through my notes. You the, go Everything you, go you first. just explained. You go Oh, okay, okay. Everything you just explained. Okay, sorry. I thought we were talking about the Smash. Yeah. No. It was confounding. But it's... I'm... I... Hate it so much that I'm going to tell you that I don't want to write a note about it. That's, yeah, that's my okay. new level. Okay. Like, it's the thing where I'm like, okay, if you are Paul Heyman in this instance, right, and your brand is the ECW brand, right? We're we're extreme, dirty, violent, yeah, this, yeah. that, and the other. And somehow, some fucking way, Jenna Jameson, the world's most famous porn star at that moment, one of the first, I would say, famous porn stars, frankly, because like. We're in the the early years of the internet, right? Mm-hmm. If for whatever reason, however you stumble into it, hey man, Jim Jameson wants to be on the show. Yes, you do. Yes, yes you, you do. do. You put that porn star on your professional wrestling show. Yes, you do. <laughs> but doing it this way was so fucking dumb. Also, far be it for me to judge her acting abilities. <laughs> But goddamn, Jenna. Uh, Maybe a little conviction here, baby. No, like, no, never. 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 Uh, my next note just says, Nicole Bass looks like she was welded together. <laughs> what? I don't know. Uh, after that, I just... Okay, these, these are the things that I wrote down. Nicole Bass looks welded together. This is crazy. Shirt tucked into jorts. Dreamer is such a mixed bag. Guardrail racked spot. As you do. Pretty blah. Beulah! Nicole Bass's tit pops out. <laughs> did you catch that? Sure did. Oh, yeah. Mikey with the stunner. The DDT was the finish. Fun finishing stretch. I literally have... The last minute 30 was fun. Y- yeah. That's all... This match really just was there. And then Nicole Bass's tit popped out. <laughs> and I was like, did I watch that happen? Because the crowd sure reacted to it. And she, like, pulls her stupid tube top up and was like, oh, womp, womp. And I was like, hang on. So I actually had to rewind it and watch Nicole Bass's tit pop out again. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, hold on a second. So we got to go back for a second. Mm-hmm. What is the time for that three-way triple tag elimination? Oh, my God, thing? dude. How long, long do you think we're listening enough, to that fucking loop? Long enough for me to make a fucking meal. Uh, <laughs> 14 minutes. 13.25. Okay. How long was Tommy Dreamer in Just Incredible? Eight and a half. Bell to bell. 
8.58. Getting better you're, at you're it. You're in the minute. So, why? I have a note that just says, <laughs> I can't watch anymore right now. <laughs> I had to go. Uh, full disclosure, I think this one took me like three days. <laughs> just... And keep in mind, I said I walked out of the room for at least two of the matches. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a this video next package one, thing. What do you have any notes on this video package? Uh, I do not, because I don't know what it's for. But there's a really good line in it where it's the two people talking. I I genuinely don't remember who it is. It says you're gonna be my tag team partner, right? No, I'm gonna be your savior. Like, oh, it's Taz cool. and Bam Bam. That's yeah, good. It's, it's a hype video for Taz and Bam Bam, yeah. That's right. Now I remember yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joey Styles says, The guys in the truck got it right, I got it wrong. In regards this to is, what? This is my surprised face. But, like, in regards to what? I have I don't no know idea. What talking about. Okay. I have no idea. Uh, but when he said that, I was like, Wow, this is my surprised face. So, okay, so next, though. This is what I was fucking here for. Mm-hmm. Taz versus Bam Bam. For the TV title, which has been positioned to be almost equal to the heavyweight belt. In Bam Bam's hometown. I fucking loved this. Okay. I really fucking loved it. Um, the, the swerve of, like, Bam Bam betraying Taz in the video package, which I do now remember because I had a note about that. And it's like, oh no, he is part of the triple threat because the triple threat was Bam Bam, Shane Douglas, and someone else. Um, I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm sorry. Maybe I think no, Candido, Candido. Um, yeah. Any hoot. Uh, I I fucking love this. I I thought this was cool as shit, man. Like, it's also like. Bam Bam Bigelow to me is like one of those fascinating people in wrestling because I'm like, that guy was so big, but he moved so well. Like, he's, he was crazy fucking athletic. Mm-hmm. The fact that the WWF just didn't quite get it right with him is... Not surprising. <laughs> I mean... Well, in that time it might In that time it was, it was a little bit more surprising. He main evented WrestleMania. There you go. Now, granted, it was in a losing effort to a football player, but regardless... Uh, there you go. <laughs> it, you know, and like WCW didn't do shit with him. Like they mm-hmm. they didn't get it right with him at all. He was big in Japan and shit. But like I was like, it's weird to think of a guy that ECW got right. You know that like what, what like Bam Bam Taz Shane Douglas and like I don't know. I'm sure there's a a few other guys, but like RVD went on to be a bigger star elsewhere. Like, mm-hmm. Lance Storm went on to be a bigger star elsewhere. Uh, Candido, I think, was a bigger star in the WWF. I don't know. That may be debatable. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think Bam Bam is fucking cool as shit. That's that's cool. Why the fuck is he wearing black and orange? Who? Bam Bam. I don't That's he, what he always wore. He had the black, orange, the- and purple, yeah. Taz only wears black and orange. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, and I don't support it. Infuriating. Uh, this is cool. This is high intense, very high impact shit. When Taz T-bones Bam Bam off the ramp into the chairs, just 
They both die. Hard. So then, that was the moment that made me remember that I had seen this match before. Because on the Rise and Fall of ECW DVD, they have this match as a bonus feature, and they do a, a alternate commentary with Michael Cole and Taz. Oh, okay. Which is so fucking good. And Taz talks about, if, and I had to rewind it this time to catch it, he goes, I hit the back of my head on that guardrail. And when you rewatch it, he does. And keep in mind, he'd already come back from a broken neck. Mm. He absolutely just, the back of his dome smacks the guardrail on the way down. Bam Bam, I also watched it on the replay, goes straight through chairs just to concrete. Yeah. Like, it, it's such an insane bump, and I don't know why people don't talk about it more. Like, it's just, also, he's so big. Like, he's so big! <laughs> he's so big! I mean, he... Dude, Bam Bam's in that, like, 375 to 400 pound range here. Yeah. And that's a hell of a fall for anyone to take. And then Taz clips his skull on the fucking barricade. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's bonkers shit. Um, this was pretty dope. Yeah. I finally, uh, it finally something I didn't hate. It seemed like a, a fight. Yeah. And it, it seemed like a good heavyweight, like... Because they had built Taz up, and Taz was good enough in ring... He, he, at this point, I, th- I I would argue at this point he was great in ring. Okay. Where it's like, he's short, he's strong as shit. He's in great shape here. Yeah, definitely. And that whole, like, the master of the suplex, like, the moment that he could fucking hook you, just throw. Because he'd get underneath of you, low center gravity, all that other shit. Yeah, love it. And Bam Bam was able to bump for him. Like, loved it. We want to talk about this finish, though? Or do you got something else for the match? No, uh, go ahead. This is one of the coolest finishes ever. Yeah. So if you're watch if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the 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 match, uh, so Bam Bam scoops Taz up. He's going for the greetings from Asbury Park, which is also like the Rikishi driver, basically like the sit out yeah. driver over the shoulder. Taz slips you behind, puts him in the Taz mission. The crowd pops. Crowd is actually pretty awesome for this because it is Bam Bam's hometown, even though Taz is the babyface. Yeah, and they kind of get a good split reaction, which is the best I think you could hope for, maybe in that situation. Yeah. Uh, locks on the Taz mission. The crowd pops. Struggle, struggle, struggle. Bam Bam just throws himself backwards, and they go through the ring. Mm-hmm. And the crowd, it's so awesome. I actually rewound this like three or four times. There's the tiniest delay, because it's almost like the crowd is like, huh? <gasps> oh! And then they're like, yeah. holy shit. Because you'd never... S- At that point, this hadn't been done. So, a few, so cool. literally a few months later... When Big Show puts Undertaker through the ring on Raw, it's like, mm. oh, okay. So, like, one, yeah. I'm fascinated by. I would love to know how they did this, like the technical aspect of it. I genuinely, uh, me too. <laughs> like, like, I'm still not clear on how they did it. And they, it, it almost, I'm not going to do this, but it almost made me want to be like, I wonder if you go back and watch the other matches if they just avoid that corner and nobody noticed. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't know how they did it, but, like, okay, so they go through the ring, like, just fucking caves in. Uh, Taz probably got smushed. Yeah! <laughs> like, even if you land on something soft, again, that's a fucking huge man on top of you. Huge! 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 <laughs> Bam Bam comes out of the pit, drags Taz out, covers him, and that's the finish. Mm-hmm. So, like... Heyman talks about it on the on the uh, Rise and Fall DVD. He goes, 
at that point, Taz was untouchable. Nobody could believe that Taz could lose a match. Yeah. So that's part of why that finishes. It works so well. Mm-hmm. And I think that when that three count hits, there's almost an equal reaction to them going through the ring. I almost think that, that crowd thought he was still going to kick out because he was that built. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you just, they, they in that instance could not fathom that that would happen. I love that. I love Same. it. It's it's like when you watch Lesnar lose now. Yeah, like it happens More so good sporadically. Lesnar fucking rules. Lesnar does rule. Moves the needle. Does sells tickets. Fucking can make stars if need be or he, want be. He eats. He sleeps. He sleeps. He conquers, and he repeats. Yeah. Uh, I fucking love this. This this was for me. This was the highlight of the whole fucking show. We're on the same page. Like so far as like match wise, yeah, yeah. This was this is the highlight of the show. Definitely, period. definitely. Mm. So then they do this this argument deal. Yes, Heyman arguing with Joey Styles. Yes, where he uh, tells Joey Styles to cut. To the Sabu and Sandman. That we had been told earlier could not air because it was too wild. So, I guess that's cool, but like, I don't know, I just think it's kind of stupid. So, okay, maybe we differ here. So here's here's my take on this. Watching this this time through, I thought, oh fuck, what a brilliant way to... Do something for your pay-per-view audience while you fix the ring. I thought this would have been like, for the live crowd, it would have been like, hey guys, we're going to take an intermission while we fix the ring. Oh shit, let's do this instead. Oh, we couldn't show you this match because of the violence. We're going to show it to you now. I was like, brilliant. What a creative way to fucking entertain people while you fix the ring. If that's what it was... Exactly! This is almost that Texas Chainsaw thing where I'm like, you guys are fucking... Playing hopscotch around a good idea, and you're not fucking doing it. Uh, oh my god! I that thought, but so that's what sense. I thought yeah. that it was gonna be. So I was like, "Wow, how creative is that?" Plus, again, it puts over the idea of the brand as this renegade thing. They said we couldn't show you this match, but we're gonna do it anyways. Also, Heyman looks unhinged in that. <laughs> oh my god! The the unhinged the the amount of cocaine. But like, <laughs> but then the problem is, they play the Sabu Sandman match, and it is less violent than other shit that was on the show, and it's not good. It's so fucking bad. It's the worst, dude. Like, they do the fucking run-in thing with uh, RVD dressed as Sabu, where I was like, that was cool. That was cool. I loved that. Have a note. It says, cool bait and switch. And there's, like, there's a few things that are alright, I guess. Like, Sebu does the, the triple jump moonsault, I think, to the ramp. Mm-hmm. Awesome. RVD is out here because it's ECW, so who gives a shit, I guess? Frog splash onto the chair. But, like, my my last note that just says that, like, this is not nearly as violent as it was hyped to be. Not even close. Like, 
My my note here says, why wouldn't they show that? Exactly. Like, like if this had been just an all-out bloodbath, right? Yeah. It, then sure, then you absolutely get... But I was like, again, there's more violent shit on the show. Mm. The chair shots in that bullshit uh, triple tag are more violent than this match. Yeah. It, ugh, 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 god damn it. The, again, I, I love the idea and it's just not fucking there. And then we go back to the fucking live, quote unquote, live feed and they just have caution tape around the hole of the ring. Stupid. Like, I I was, what, what? <sighs> not even taking that time to fix the pissing ring. But Hi, Francine. How you doing? How <laughs> you doing? How you doing, How Francine? How you doing? I, I could not believe that Taz Bam Bam was not the main event. Like It seems like something you would put in the main, I think especially that, like, given the, what you're doing. The, yeah, the easy thing is to make that the main event, and you do that crazy crash through the ring spot to close the show. Because the hometown guy... Where are going to go from there? Right, the, the hometown guy, even if he is the villain, wins the belt... And you go off the fucking air. But I think I think that it's a thing where Heyman, honestly... Have you ever heard the phrase, improve it into failure? Where you keep making yeah, something... Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you keep adding to something and trying to make it better and better and better until it sucks. Mm-hmm. I think this was a classic example of we're going to ECW this show so much that it ends up being bad. Where yeah. it's like, you know what's something you never see? The ring break. No, yeah, no, you don't. Well, what if we did that at the end of the show, and then we could just repair the ring, you know, whatever. Yeah. But then they'd think it was a work. Okay. What if the ring broke before the main event? Well, then you'd have to fix it. Well, what if we didn't? <laughs> well, I don't know. Then the one match would just be severely hindered because they have three quarters of a ring and a goddamn pit in the other one. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think that it's the... We're going to try to make this look like such a fucking shoot, but it's not that it mm-hmm. ends up... You you work yourself into a shoot. Yeah. This, yeah. So, Bam Bam and Taz, what's your time? That's a solid 15 minutes. 13.37. Yeah, that's off by about a minute and a half there. Shit. Sabu Sandman, what's your time? 16. Nine minutes, 21 seconds. Holy Lord. <laughs> I how, love it. How could it be nine minutes and 20... That seems impossible to me. I don't know. God. Uh, so then the main event, Candido and Shane Douglas, and it's supposed to be against Lance Storm and Sonny, who yeah. immediately betrays Lance Storm, realigns herself with Candido, stupid. who she's engaged to. It's so stupid. Uh, my... Note says this. Oh fuck! Okay, <laughs> this is so stupid. This is my one note on commentary. Hmm. So fucking Shane Douglas and Candido come out. Lance Storm comes out, introduces Sonny as his tag partner. Joe Styles tries to put this over as being brilliant. Oh because yeah. Because there's no way that they will harm Sonny. You motherfucker! It is now a handicap match. They'll just beat the shit out of Lance. Who cares if they don't beat up Sonny? 
He has put himself into a two-on-one situation. Lance Storm looks like the dumbest fuck in that scenario. Yeah. It's not brilliant at all. I hated that. Idiot. Idiot, 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 idiot. Idiot! Idiot! I am untethered in my rage. There's no bounds. You know what my next note is, Tom? I sure don't. Oh, good. Else, no. Yeah. This. <laughs> Just. God damn it. Uh, uh. Hold on. Well, Some of this I can't even fucking read. <laughs> uh, Beautiful typeface here on my iPhone yeah, 13 shut Pro up. Max. I typed it out. Oh, it was nice no, it just says, this is the main? Al Snow is the guy here. That's my note. Mm-hmm. Also, at some point, and I, I don't remember what this is in reference to, but Joey Styles doing commentary is like reading pages of exposition. Like, he's trying to make this make sense, and it doesn't, and it's not. Uh, yeah. So, Al Snow comes out. Yeah. They do a couple of things. Lance Storm at one point falls into that pit. I noticed that. I did, too. And I, 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 laughed. I laughed. I, yeah. I, laughed. <laughs> I definitely laughed. Honestly, pretty heartily. There's <laughs> uh, just... Because he's like, yeah, and then just steps into it, and it's like, yeah, oh, no! Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad how we... I, I love how we went from, I laughed, to pretty damn hard, actually. <laughs> Looking like a fucking moron. Um... Yeah, uh, and then my last note on this entire thing in all caps did not like that ending. Hmm. My my last note in uh, regular capitalization is just a, a simple sentence. No. <laughs> um. And ended it with a no. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm 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 gonna say this. Cannot recommend the show. Absolutely cannot. Positively, will not recommend the show. I would say. Watch Bam Bam and Taz. I actually very much enjoyed that. And don't watch anything else on this show. I I don't think there's anything else on this that I can be like, yeah, seek it out. Yeah, I'll go with you on that. Even the stuff that's like better than the rest is not worth putting your effort into. Just, no. Like, uh, god damn it, why couldn't... If the ending of this show had just been Taz Bam Bam... They crash to the ring. Bam Bam gets the win. Holy fuck. Why? Why not just do that? Why did you have to fucking extreme it into the extreme and making an extreme <laughs> suck? <laughs> extreme suck. That was my nickname in high school. Oh. 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 That's... Oh, no. That's troubling. <laughs> uh, do, uh... You got anything else? No, I just, I hate this. I don't like ECW. And yeah, I know this, that that makes you angry, but I hate it. No, th- this one I can't really defend. Like, But I also picked it... I mean, in general, I don't like ECW. And I know you don't like that I think that, but... No, like, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, the more that I go back to it now, the more I'm like, man, this really just was of its time. And even then, it was just kind of like, oof. Yeah. Like, the, the stuff in ECW that I think does hold up does hold up. Yeah. But goddamn, there's a lot of trash. It's trash. Trash. It's trash. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I kind of like going back to some of it, just the power of nostalgia. Because I can, I can watch an ECW show now and be like, well, that was bad. And if I were to watch one that I was familiar with when I was a kid, I could probably be like, hmm, no. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I almost treat ECW now the same way that I would treat, like, Nicktoons or something. That, like, when I was a kid, I would watch and be like, there could be no more humor. Yeah, yeah. The Angry Beavers have perfected it. <laughs> and now I'll go back and watch it. I own the entire series of The Angry Beavers, by the way. Okay. Uh, I can go back and watch it and be like, I mean, yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I think we should do the normal plugs, isn't it? We should. It's been a while. At Wow Ed Podcast. Follow mm-hmm. us on Twitter. Um, do you remember when there was that guy who was trying to say that we stole the name Wow Ed? Yes. I was listening to some of those episodes a couple weeks ago. Interesting to relive that one. Anyway, um, at Deschain underscore QD on Twitter for me. Uh, add me on the old Snapchat, at Bitter Lunatic. I'm a little more active on there now. At Hopper2017 for Connor Hopkins. Do not come at me on Facebook. Uh, Those damn coyotes on Facebook. Yes, absolutely. Add, follow, subscribe, like, share, retweet, whatever. Fucking Facebook, those damn coyotes. Pay for. Pay for. Buy some Those Damn Coyotes merch. You can't see it, but I've got a sweet Those Damn Coyotes koozie over this bottle right now. Sure do. Sure do. I have mine over my can of DC. Got to. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Berna's got some sort of social media, I bet. Yeah. Do you want me to say it? Because the last couple times I you told me not to say it. No, say it this time. All I do is burn up. Cut that, cut that, cut that, oh, cut that. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Yes, follow Zowl Live. St. Louis Anarchy, Journey Pro. Mm-hmm. Journey Pro, new building, training school. All kinds of hot shit happening down there. There you go. Um, Rocket Pro. Mm-hmm. Been very good to us. Yes. I am the new, 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 new reigning uh, Rocket Pro champion. Uh, <laughs> Not defending, though. No, no, only reigning. There will be no defense. <laughs> no defending. No defending. Uh, want to? Want to? Want to? And, yeah, I think that's all I got off the top of my head right now. Yeah, I think we've covered it. All right, sounds great. And uh, we will be back with uh, more stuff. Yeah? <laughs> more Man, stuff? I, I don't fucking know. Leave it, me alone. It would be nice if we had an outro, because I feel like it's... It, I, we get to this point yeah. where, like, I can't do the awkward ending anymore, because it's... I don't want to overdo yeah, the but joke, like, dude, and if, if, we can if, only if, do so much with but, that. But if we had, like, an actual outro, like, do you know how hard it is to come up with these fucking intros? You know that, what? Here, too, here, okay, here, how about this? How about this? A little bit of faint interaction here. If you're listening to this, and you can get on the Twitter machine, if you've got an idea for a good intro, and if you're listen, if you've listened to the show, you know what the format of the intro is. You know the bit. Hmm. Tweet us your best intros. We will credit you. We will credit you. We, we, we will use the ones that are good. We will never reference the ones that are bad. Yeah. But I'm sorry. I, I, I mean, I'm with you, but like, I can't commit to the effort it would take to do an outro. I know. I, that, that's kind of where I'm at, too. I want to think of like a way that we can end this where it's not... Because I used to do the awkward one, and I can't do that anymore because it's yeah. been done to death. There, like, there's only so much you can do with that. There needs to just be a way that, like, we can do some sort of an outro or, like, I don't know, just something where the shit just stops. Oh, oh, we-